coming up on today's episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. So what happened is, uh, well, I was supposed to stay for four months. I'll tell you a little bit about that. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I'm still here. (laughs) 19 years later. Yeah. And uh, I ended up uh, getting a job in Philadelphia with uh, one of the most famous chefs back in the days, George Perry. Ones, uh, yeah. We used to mm-hmm. own the big fin. So it wasn't Raphael Perrier. <laughs> it was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you French guys all know. Yeah, we all know. French mafia. Right? I know, right? French mafia. The Philadelphia French invasion of St. Pete. That's Coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. The show that's the authority on where to eat in St. Pete. Here are your hosts, Kevin Godby and Lori Brown. Hi, I'm Kevin Godby. And I'm Lori Brown. Thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. The podcast that's it when it comes to restaurants and food information in St. Pete. And be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There you'll find great information, including restaurant reviews, the largest St. Pete happy hour list ever created and kept updated, and information on the newest restaurants in town. We are locals that live in downtown St. Pete, and we've been eating our way through this town for years, so you don't have to, but you should. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Just hit the subscribe button and new episodes will automatically download, and then you can listen to them anytime you want like on your morning jog or commute to work. On today's show, our featured guests are two of the owners of Bacchus St. Pete, Christoph Gio, along with managing partner Chad Dropik. Both of these guys have traveled the world, been in the military, and worked at several restaurants before opening their new European gourmet market and eatery in downtown St. Pete. Also joining us is local musical artist Rebecca Pulley, and we will feature her song titled Whiskey. We have have a a great great show, so so stick stick around. How many times have you heard a restaurant say that they have healthy food that actually tastes great? I've heard it a lot, but unfortunately, it's usually one or the other and not both until the brass bowl came around. Right. Their food actually is healthy and tastes so darn delicious. So good. They use organic ingredients and responsibly sourced seafood. Brass Bowl offers gluten-free, vegan, and carnivorous options. There truly is something for everyone. You will find imaginative flatbreads, bowls, and tasty delicious small plates with options like fresh roasted seasonal veggies, 24-hour sous vide hanger steak, house-smoked salmon, and free-range chicken breast. And up front, they have a cold-pressed juice station and separate menu with juice bowls and elixir shots. It's like two open kitchens in one. Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery is really on the cutting edge of the fast, casual culture that is enjoying so much fame these days. Go get bowled over by Brass Bowl. Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery is located at 656 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete. And you can check them out on the web at BrassBowlKitchen.com. girlfriend have you heard of club saver what it's like the coolest new club you basically go out to restaurants there's a huge list in the pinellas area and you can save like 50 percent half off on food drinks we're talking booze too it's the real deal Hmm. Mm-mm. no i'm for real it's delicious and if you eat out anyways all the time with all the new cool restaurants you might as well save a lot of money and have a good old time 
All you got to do is go to clubsaver.com. Check it out. Explore more, savor more. Bon appetit more. Club Saver members get half off their entrees for themselves and one guest and half off one adult beverage at over 50 of the Bay Area's leading eateries and drinkeries. Use our custom referral code, St. Pete Foodies, at clubsaver.com. Thank you for listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. I'm Kevin Godby. My co-host is Lori Brown. And today, our guests are from one of the fairly new places in downtown St. Pete, Bacchus St. Pete. We have Christoph Gio, the co-owner of Bacchus St. Pete, and Chad Dropic, the GM. Welcome to the show, and guys. managing Thank partner. You. Managing Thank you partner. for having us. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's not Dropkick, although you yes. are called that in the Army. You yes, said, right? <laughs> many a time. <laughs> So, Christoph, you are from the coast of southeastern France, That's I correct. understand. Yes. Yeah. Thank God for Facebook. Makes research easy. You did. <laughs> Thanks for filling out all that info. So, how long were you in France before you came? Did you grow, grow up there? Yes. I, I grew up in the southeast of France. It's a town called La Saint-sur-Mer. Mm-hmm. It's uh, uh, very close to uh, the biggest town is Toulon. Uh, the reason why I grew up there is my father was in the Navy. So there's two big navy uh, ports in France, one being in Brittany, called Brest. That's where I'm, I'm, I'm from, I'm mm-hmm. born. And then we move uh, down the south where the second navy port is, is Toulon. Mm-hmm. So that's where I grew up. Uh, I grew up there until I was uh, 97, so 21 years old. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so you did grow up there, yeah. Yeah. What was the impetus for you coming to the U.S.? Shortly and very briefly, I left uh, my house in 97. I did the army, mm-hmm. like okay. uh, Shad. We had to do it. It's mandatory in France. I did my army in the mountains in Grenoble. It was a uh, one-year mandatory. Uh, after the army, I left for England because I wanted to learn uh, English. Mm-hmm. Uh, I live in uh, two small town in England. I'm not, <laughs> when I say where I'm from in England, to the English people say, I can't believe you live there. But <laughs> <laughs> the first, <laughs> it's, first time was Barrow and Furnace. It's in okay. Cumbria. Ah. Nobody okay. knows where it is. <laughs> C- Cumbria sounds familiar. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. all, the, all the way up north. It was, uh, yeah, believe me, I was the only Frenchman there. <laughs> <laughs> I lived there for six months and I moved to Preston, which is a little bit bigger, close to uh, Manchester. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I lived there for a year and a half. That's when I, I played rugby there for a little bit, and then uh, I went back to college in a restaurant management. Mm-hmm. After a year and a half there, they sent me four months in Cape May, New Jersey, mm-hmm. for okay. the exchange. That's why I ended up in America. So Cape- my first job was Cape May, New Jersey, in uh, July 2000. Now, why did you go to Cape May? Because the uh, restaurant school, where I was in Preston... You did an exchange. I did an exchange. Oh, okay. They sent me there for four months. Okay. Nice. And where did you so, work there? Uh, it's called the Chalfont Hotel. Okay. It's a very uh, Victorian style, uh, you know, hotel. Mm-hmm. I was a server there. In what year was that? In July 2000, I arrived. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's Cape May for anybody that doesn't know. I'm from Jersey. There exit 9, though. Cape May's like exit 1. <laughs> yes. It's the very so all the tip, way down. The very, oh, South very Jersey. Very bottom, very yeah, tip yeah, of yeah. New Jersey. Mm. South Jersey's beautiful. Then, yeah. Yeah. Is that how you eventually then worked your way to Philadelphia? That's correct. Yeah. So what happened is, uh, well, I was supposed to stay for four months. I'll tell you a little bit about that. <laughs> 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 Obviously, I'm still here, <laughs> 19 years later. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I, I worked there, you know, and I, I started serving table. And, uh, every, you know, it gave me, in the summer, everybody's from New York or Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, most of the people, you know, I was serving there, they're like, hey, you should, you know, you're a pretty good server, uh, you know, you seem to like what you're doing. Why don't you try, you know, try to get a, a, a job either in New York or Philly? Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of the summer, that's what I did. I took a few days off and I went to New York and I went to Philly. I just visited and uh, I ended up uh, getting a job in Philadelphia with uh, one of the most famous chefs back in the days, George Perrier. So it wasn't Raphael Perrier. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I did meet Raphael Perrier back then too. Did you uh, meet him in Philly? Of course, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we're friends. Because uh, he was in Philly yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah. Yeah. We, know, we all know each other, you know, since. Uh, oh, you French guys all know each other. Yeah, we all know. French mafia. Talking I know, right? French mafia. You know, you're talking about <laughs> Raphael. I know Raphael and Sarah before, uh, you know, Kawa was open because Raphael came in 2005, I believe, in St. Pete. Right. And we're all friends since 2000, all of us. You're talking about, you know, Jeremy is my best friend, the chef at cool. Cassis. Mm-hmm. He was my best man at my, uh, at my two wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, Reno, of course, we met him here from Trist. Right. Mm-hmm. And Raphael, so... Right, so you, you worked at Trist for a little while. That's yeah. where we and met, yeah. too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's, that's where where great. Met, yeah. And then, and Cassis. Well, well, I came, the, you know, I, uh, after... N- Cape May, New Jersey, I moved to Philly, obviously, mm-hmm. and I worked for George Perrier for 10 years. Uh, and then the reason why I came in St. Pete in 2010 is to open uh, Cassis. Ah, okay. Because Chef, you know, Chef Jeremy mm-hmm. Duclu was, you know, part of the, uh, of the, the team who, who created uh, Cassis, Cassis with Philippe, right. Right. So how the did main fi- owner. How did he find you or you find him? Well... I used to work, we all used to work together for George Perrier with Chef. Oh, okay. So Jeremy so was in yeah, Philly yeah, also. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. Jeremy worked for Chef Perrier for, for many, many years wow. too. Yeah, we all used to. Yeah. That's Phil- awesome. The Philadelphia French invasion of St. Pete. That's correct. <laughs> so the, the Philadelphia French mafia <laughs> yeah. went and came here and, you know, St. Pete French mafia now. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we all know each other, mostly all of us from early 2000, yeah. Okay, cool. And we've been friends since... Yeah, so, so you came to, to St. Pete in 2010. 2010, yeah. To open Cassis. Yeah, which we worked there, yeah. Worked there for, uh, for many years. Mm-hmm. That's what we were. Shad worked there too with us. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, and then, I wor- uh, and then I left for a little bit, and then I went to, to, to work at Trist. Mm-hmm. Took a little break, and uh, that's why I met you guys. Mm-hmm. And then after Trist, I took a, a year off. Mm-hmm. Stay home, dad. Mm-hmm. Taking care of my, my last daughter, the three-year-old, Eva, mm-hmm. you can see right there. Yes. And uh, after that, uh, yeah, my wife was like, yeah, you need to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted you out of the house. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I'm actually enjoying that, you know. Still dad, <laughs> yeah. you know, you cook, you clean. I was, I was happy. <laughs> Good time, you know, spend time with my daughter. And then, yeah. and then uh, uh, same, by, by back in the days too, when I was working at Trist, that's where I met uh, Philip, my, uh, my business partner that, that not to be confused with Philippe of correct. Cassis. Yes. A lot of people are Sorry, confused yeah. Yeah. because it's yes. Philippe and Philippe. So right. Right. Philippe, my, the, our business partner, the creator of Bacchus, that's where we met at Trist. And then, you know, we, we become very, very, very good friends, obviously. And then uh, I went back to work at Cassis, Cassis for yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the meantime, we were uh, doing the Bacchus, we're creating Bacchus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got, uh, we started to create Bacchus June 1st, 2018 mm-hmm. and then uh, so we got uh, we got together with Philippe and they said let's do this you know and then uh, you know we got the key June <coughs> sorry I should have done that <laughs> <laughs> we got the keys June 1st and then uh, that was it and then uh, we, we keep we get at it and 
we opened uh, June, January 9th. So, you know, right. we, we did work really, really hard. It was fun watching the progress. Yeah. yeah you guys you and guys saw the before yeah. and, and during a, and after. Yeah. And that's actually quick compared to it some is. other yes. places. Yeah. Really when, uh, well, you know, it's my f- basically first business, uh, you know, pers- uh, I don't know how to say that. Uh, self, self-employed. Self, yeah, yes. self, self. So, you know, I learned a lot, like you say, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, permit, yeah. license, uh, do, you know, dealing with contractors and uh, right. jumping through the, the, the The fun part. Yeah. 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 It's fun, but, but it's, a, it's a challenge. And uh, the fact that we were able to do it in, in, in that, you know, time, like about six, six over, a little bit over six months, it was mm-hmm. Yeah. it's pretty good it's yeah. impressive it, it is I think it's pretty impressive yeah Yeah. and yeah. for anybody that, that doesn't know if you know where Cassis is Bacchus mm. is right around the corner yes yeah. and, and we're going to talk more about Bacchus of course uh, on the ev- second half after yeah. the break but yeah. let's uh, let's learn a little bit about you Chad yeah when did you join, join the team so um, I've known Christoph for quite a while right and as I said when the French mafia mm-hmm. came <laughs> down um, <laughs> I worked at Cassis for probably three years I came on board in 2012 to 2015 I was, you look very familiar. I know yeah, I've seen you before. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, I was their AGM there for a long time, and right. I know Christoph has played the whole gamut of roles there. He yes. was the GM at one point, the bar manager, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, formed a very fast friendship and learned infinite amount from Jeremy. Um, so I left in 2015. I was in the Army for a long time, and I used my GI Bill to go back to school. So I went to the University of Tampa here and got a degree in entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and it was kind of serendipitous when I finished knowing that Christoph had this um, set to open. And I said, hey, I'd love to come on board with the pure intention of just just helping to open to mm-hmm. then step away. But, mm-hmm. um, but Bacchus, it's a special place. I got roped in. And uh, and then, yeah, I joined the team with Philippe and uh, Christoph. And they've been humble enough to let me come on board and kind of join in and actually put some uh, some skin in the game. So yeah, I'm really excited great. about it. Yeah, Shad, you just called me uh, three days before we yeah, open, right? So <laughs> you know, I'm looking for staff. You know, when you open a business, is uh, the, the two main things you always uh, concern is your staff, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, you know to make sure that you're ready. And uh, I was lucky enough that he called me, of course. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, of course, yeah, that's come awesome. on in. So Let's I'm, go. I'm intrigued about the. I, I had no idea that they had a degree in entrepreneurship. Yeah, I thought that was just something that you did and like learned the hard way. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a, a newer program. And um, University of Tampa was beautiful. And there's no way I could have ever gone without the GI Bill. I mean, no way. It's I a very that expensive. Yeah. My um, ex-husband is the cross country coach. There. Oh no way. Yeah. Yeah, but it's beautiful. I mean, um, but yeah. So this is kind of a newer concept, and actually had several really rewarding, really just classes that prepared me for taking on this role. So, so um, if there were one or two things that were the most important thing that you learned about entrepreneurship, what would that be? So I read several books, obviously, um, but there's only one that truly resonated with me. It was called The Lean Startup, and it was about being a business owner and being extremely present, at least in the first year, regardless of what kind of concept that you want going forward. Um, but just having that presence and trying to do as much as you can on your own and also instilling that lead by example Mm -hmm. i mean when christoph and i are here more times than not you know we're in the back doing dishes we're doing anything that we're required to do for the business and we're also setting that tone to say you know we're here we're here to make it successful as much as part of that business owner role is interacting with the guests it's just you know setting a tone for the staff and just really trying to be um, a lead by example and i think i take a lot of that from the army I think mm-hmm. uh, Christoph too. We kind of connected on that point. So, 
Um, I've had some great leaders. I've had some, you know, not so great leaders. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of something that I want to foster in myself so that the staff has a good quality of life and they're, you know, that resonates out to the guests as well. So, of course. Yeah, I I strongly believe in lead by example. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah, I think it's one of the main uh, strengths that you have if you want to be a leader for sure. That's true. And, so, and where are you from? What's your background? So I'm from Upper Michigan originally. Mm-hmm. I'm a Uper. Um, so I left when I was also 21, and I went in. I was a paratrooper in the army. Uh, I was deployed to uh, Baghdad for 13 months, mm-hmm. and all told, like super great experience for me. Like learned a lot, grew a lot as a person. Um, came out and immediately hit the ground running, working at Cassis. But I knew if I didn't go back to school now I was 26 at the time when I went back right I just wasn't wasn't gonna do it mm-hmm. I had to that was the uh it's gonna come across wrong the lie I told myself of why I was going in <laughs> like oh I'm doing this for school I'm going in yeah so actually bringing that to fruition and I you know, I called Christoph three days before we opened Bacchus, but I graduated maybe a week prior. <laughs> That's um, great. And I was just ready. I was just ready to do something again. St. Pete is where I wanted to be. I have a house here mm-hmm. um, in Allendale Terrace. And yeah, I've wanted to be in St. Pete. This is where I kind of want to grow a life. But no, I've done a lot of traveling with and outside of the Army. Mm-hmm. Um, big goal of mine is to hit all seven continents. So I've done four thus far. And yeah, I just want to foster a life here and want to, you know, continue in this industry. And uh, yeah, like you said, the entrepreneurship degree, it's kind of unique, but to put that immediately to work right after coming out, it's well, pretty, little, pretty it's, amazing. Yeah, it's been rewarding. Well, now I'm intrigued. You have to tell us which continents you've been to. So I've been um, <laughs> yes. to Asia. I say Asia because I was in the Middle East. I uh, backpacked through Europe. My mm. mom was livid. I was on <laughs> R&R and she was ready for me to, you know, come home, come right. home to see the family. I'm like, yeah. well, mom, I'm already on this side of the world. I, I've right. been there to Europe. Yeah. Well. yeah. So I went to, we were in Frankfurt, Nuremberg, Munich, um, Amsterdam, Spain, took a train along the Mediterranean from Valencia to Barcelona, uh, Switzerland, and then just right back over. Um, And then I went to Machu Picchu a couple summers ago with my girlfriend at the time. And uh, yeah, so I've done a lot of North America, being from Upper Michigan, Mm -hmm. you know, Canada's right there. Yeah, yeah, so I'm just trying. My next step is uh, Japan. Australia, New Zealand. That's the next trip. Cool. Right. Well, at first I was jealous of the entrepreneurialship degree. Yeah. Now, yeah, now we're jealous. Yeah, Australia, New Zealand is my bucket list yeah, too. Just really, really yes. it, and it's actually just this year that I learned, I, I had no idea that the state of Michigan actually had contributed something to culinary. Hot dogs and pizza. There are Coney, oh. there are, well, maybe it's Detroit. There's Coney Island hot dogs and everybody thinks of Coney Island in New York. Sure. But yes. there's Coney Island dogs from Detroit or Michigan. And then we just recently published top 10 pizzas in St. Pete. And somebody commented, what? No Michigan-style pizza? I'm like, okay, I still yeah, have stuff to Yeah, we've heard a lot about this, about Michigan pizza. There's yeah. like a Detroit style. I, I would have never known if I didn't see some kind of, you know, it was like a Food Network type show or something <laughs> like that. That's like a Detroit-style pizza. I'm like, I've never seen that in my life. Okay, so I don't feel so bad now. Yeah, yeah. for real. Yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> Every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. I haven't been to Detroit yet. You've never been to Detroit? No, that's it. So we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to get into some of the delicious details of Bacchus. Sure. We will be right back. I love soup, and I'm always in search of a great soup. Ramen is just so complex and delicious with layers of complex flavors in its broth. 
Booya Ramen is one of my favorite places in downtown St. Pete, so much so that I recently included them on my top five Asian noodle soups list for their pork belly ramen. Now, Booya's success is not just about the ramen. It's a hip, upbeat environment meant for unwinding and socializing with house-crafted cocktails, a large selection of Japanese whiskey, and izakaya, too. Those are small plates of different types of appetizers that are delicious, as well as the ramen. The ambiance of the place, along with the friendliness of the owners and staff, really adds to the character and charm of Buya. And to add to its coolness, the owners are actually opening up four more stores, one in Miami and three in Berlin of all places. Yes, Berlin, Germany. How cool is that? Buya Ramen is located at 911 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete and is open seven days a week at 11 a.m. Do ya, Buya? We are back with the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast with Christopher Gio and Chad Dropic from Bacchus, St. Pete. And Bacchus is a European, French-inspired market with all kinds of stuff you can buy to take home, but also stuff you can buy and enjoy on premise. That's correct. Yeah. So there's things like wine, beer, sodas, fresh bread, charcuterie, soups, salads, sandwiches, cheese boards, pâté. Foie gras. Sardine. Sardine. <laughs> I like all that stuff. Yes. Very South European, so, Spanish, French, Italian influence, for sure. So what was your um, inspiration for Bacchus? What gave you the idea? The idea of the... Let's start with a name. Uh, we were in my backyard with Philippe, and we were looking for a name. So we didn't want to be, you know, obviously too French, too Spanish, or too Italian. And so we had to, you know... To, to be creative and uh, we just came up with the name Bacchus is the main reason is when I grew up my father every time he drinks wine mm-hmm. he always cheers to hey to Bacchus <laughs> <laughs> that's great to Bacchus to Bacchus so mm-hmm. I, I, I knew since it is the yeah. god of wine so yes. I, I, I knew from a very young age that Bacchus was the god of wine mm-hmm. so we came up with the name and uh, we liked it it's a strong name mm-hmm. um, and Today it's Bacchus. It is we, we the Greek god of wine or the, the Greek. Roman Greek. It's uh, Dionysus Greek. is the the other the other side of that. Greek. The other side, yeah. Bacchus <laughs> and Dionysus. Right. But uh, yeah, it's Bacchus, and it's. Uh, I think it. I, I like it. I think. Yeah, it's better than Dionysus. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. It's fitting. Though. Somebody mentioned to me that the fact there is two C's in it mm-hmm. make it stronger. Uh, there's a um, I, I, I'm, I'm confused. I, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's just makes the name stronger. Or? I, the uh, into, what you, I don't know what you said. It in, in intonation <laughs> or the, the the you know. I, every, I mean, I just know the premise of like a strong name. Like somebody's like, I'm gonna name my son like William. Bacchus. <laughs> strong, strong. I was like, okay, I don't I understand. Right. Go on. Like Bacchus. Bacchus. B a c c h u s. Yes. You guys were emphasizing a lot cheese and charcuterie and wine, also some nice sandwiches, but now you are also doing brunch. Yes. Which is, What's in downtown St. Pete, it's a brunch kind of town. Oh, so yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember when we started brunch at, uh, at Cassis. Mm-hmm. It was a success right away, and it's probably still one of the main places where people go for it. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's totally. incredible. Yeah, but yeah, now it's one uh, of my favorite brunches. Everybody yes. listening, you now have a new place to check out for brunch. Please, so please, 
do so. So is it Saturday and Sunday? Saturday and Sunday will start 9 a.m. till 3 p.m. Nice. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I've noticed too, you know, a while back, it was like like 11 a.m. was your typical opening time, even on brunch days. And then I noticed a few places they do 10. I always loved Cassis because they open at 8. 8, eight and, was you know, great, and yeah. I'm a little older. I wake up early. Even if I go to bed late, I wake up early and I'm sure. hungry. I'm like, okay, I know I can go to Cassis at 8. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but 9 o'clock is a great time, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we used to open at 10 at Cassis back in the days. Oh, um, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Then yeah. it's 8 now, like, yeah, like yeah. you say. And it gets busy, too. Yeah. 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. everybody. That's better. Yeah. Yeah. No, but if I have people come in town and they're like, where's the spot to go? I mean, Cassis is great anytime, but I'm mm-hmm. like, if you want one place specifically for brunch, yeah. Cassis. And yeah. now I have to say, and Bacchus, it's uh, Bacchus, so we're right next to Yeah. Here we go. Over my <laughs> we'll be ready. Come on up. Come and see us. So what will you be, what, what's on the menu? So, I mean, it's just impressive what our chef can do. Yes. We're very limited in our kitchen. And this is something that a lot of people say where uh, we are a restaurant, we're a market, we're kind of a really hybrid concept. Mm-hmm. But some of the things he's doing, he's doing a hash brown basket. So it's a complete like cup made out of hash browns that's lightly grilled. And then he'll uh, chop up some peppers in there, onions, cheese, puts an egg in there, serves it with a you know beautiful little salad. We have some smoked salmon frittatas coming. There's just the... the in- inventive nature um our chef's name's uh kenny bender mm-hmm. so his yeah, family's very mention. yeah local here and it's i want that hash brown thing right oh now my oh my gosh <laughs> oh, i tried it yeah. oh I, I tried all the uh the mistakes so. yeah <laughs> um yeah so it's just going to be something and the other thing that we want to do is you know fill a niche that you know we don't want to do anything that would be redundant to like cassis mm-hmm. to bella bravo because mm-hmm. we want you know individuals to come there different specifically yeah. for that so yeah you're gonna see a lot of egg dishes a lot of frittata this um he calls it the hash brown nest that's something for me that i just really think is gonna be a winner i think so too yeah that's i think great. so too yeah yeah Sounds like something I just want to shove the whole thing in my face. Oh my face. gosh, yeah, it's just it's beautiful too. I was like, how do you do this? How did you make the basket out of ash browns? It's so perfect. Yeah, he came up, uh, Chef. Yeah, Chef, it's nice that we mentioned uh, he's been with us since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chef Kenny Bender. Uh, he's from St. Pete. He's been fantastic so far. Where was uh, he before? Uh, we he's, he's originally from here, mm. and then uh, he was in uh, Ohio. When uh, we got him in Hawaii, <laughs> Ohio. Sorry. Oh, O H I O O I O. Ohio. Gotcha. He was working there. Pardon his French. <laughs> yeah. yeah so excuse my French. Hawaii, Ohio. <laughs> I'm learning. He, Nineteen he, years later, he learned English in England, England. Britain. So That's he's correct. got the French English accent. <laughs> That's correct. There's one word he used to say <laughs> for years that it took me forever. Yes. He says southern, but he says thousand. <laughs> thousand. 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 <laughs> for, <laughs> for three years, I know. Yeah. Dude, what he's <laughs> saying. That's not a joke. You have to understand. You have to understand. T H is very difficult for uh, French I people. Like, for is the for company's us. name T H? It's not Southern. 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 <laughs> Southern. So, <laughs> so we got him from Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> uh, we got him. Uh, he, he was uh, he was working over there, and he came for Thanksgiving because his family is from here. So we met him. Thanksgiving. And, uh, Thanksgiving. Here we go. Here's <laughs> yeah. it. That's too easy. That's too easy. I can't help myself. No, he was he was working he with was a it. friend's business, right? He was yes, trying right, to yeah. start up and it kind of, I don't know yeah. if it was mismanaged, but something it was mm. falling through. So I knew he came down for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, and that's when Chris Hoffman-Fleep approached him through a friend, mm-hmm. his brother-in-law. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and he, you know, he was not really upset. He really, and most dedicated person I've worked. Mm. It, it's, I mean, 
comparatively, you know, Christoph far more time, Philippe far more time working on the mm-hmm. concept of Bacchus, but since yeah. Kenny's been in there, it's just, yeah. he lives it. Dedication. Yeah, That's it's awesome. amazing. It's yeah, incredible. Yeah. He's good. And he loves it. Yeah. You can yeah. see it. It's amazing. Yeah. That's We've great. been very blessed. I, I like the atmosphere you guys have at Bacchus as well. It's True. it's not a big place. It's not mm. super small. Right. It's kind of small, mm. medium. Sure. But uh, it just feels it, it feels, feels good. friendly. Yeah. It's, it's clean and fresh mm. and new, but at the same time homey. feels feels yeah. homey yeah. at yeah. the same yeah. time. I think the, you, we're talking about the vibe. I think it's a really good. Yeah. Good vibe. The vibe. There you go. It's yeah. a great vibe. It's good. I'm picking up good, good friendly. People feel very, uh, uh, one of my favorite words, comfortable. Yes. <laughs> Are you sure? Comfortable. Did I say it right? Yeah, here we go. Yeah, very and close. The, the, some, of the, some of the tables are partially made from like wine barrels, right? Right. That's oh, correct, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you, you have you have some seating. There's tables, but then there's also like a counter along the window. Absolutely. And a community so you, seating. Yes. Community yeah. seating, but also great people watching outside. Yes. Phenomenal. The windows too are incredible yes. for us, but... But no, like you said, it's not, you come in there and you just know, and for us, the concept, it's not a turn and burn. Like we, very European style, like people Mm -hmm. come in for two hours on average Mm -hmm. and and we enjoy it too because we're, you know, there with them. We're enjoying the atmosphere. And and you feel very relaxed. Yeah. 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 It's like you have one more glass of wine. And it's a beautiful market around Mm -hmm. that's around you. That Mm -hmm. that environment's great. And your wine programs, you have Mm -hmm. to tell people about that because it's really cool. Yeah. 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 Well, when we did the wine list, we really tried to have not only wine from Europe but wine from all over the world mm-hmm. right? yeah. mm-hmm. a little bit uh, we have wine from Australia uh, New Zealand um, Argentina mm-hmm. uh, and obviously uh, everywhere in, uh, in in Europe and then uh, of course you know uh, USA you know in Napa that was me sorry <laughs> I got excited when I talked about wine. <laughs> <laughs> but, but when you're there and you're eating in the restaurant, mm-hmm. you can buy a bottle of wine off the shelf that's at the market price, yeah, not at correct. a oh, restaurant absolutely. price. So it's, mm. it's, and you can drink that right there at the table with, your, correct. with your food. So that's it's great. Yes. You know. So really reasonable pricing. Oh my gosh. Yes, that's true. Comparatively too to everywhere yeah. downtown. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I always use Silver Oak as an example. We yeah. have it for probably $30 cheaper than anywhere else. Right. And mm-hmm. that's not like a critique against. No, no, no. It's no, just, it's just, just how they have to exactly. sell it there. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That's what we wanted to 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 do. Mm-hmm. We just wanted to have people to come, relax, and you know, have a nice glass of wine, and just with a very being affordable. And at the same time, you can plan your dinner that you're going to cook at home because that's you can correct. shop off the shelves. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yes. that's what we did. That, yes. Yeah, that, I was going to say that's actually what we did. We mm. we we came over and we had lunch, and we placed our order for sandwiches and salads that were awesome. And while they were being made, we're like, hey, let's shop. And we're like, mm-hmm. I want this off the shelf. I want this. I want that. And we planned like a whole dinner. So we ate lunch there and then, and then bought stuff that we brought home and made dinner. Yeah. Well, that's smart because yeah. you eat first so you don't binge <laughs> out on the terrible. <laughs> well, we were kind of shopping while we were waiting for the food, <laughs> Yeah. But I, I was also creating, I had to create a cheese and charcuterie platter that I was making at home. So I just bought a bunch yes. of that stuff there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have a very good selections of cheese and charcuterie. That was mm-hmm. the main uh, main goal. But now we're expanding a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that. So obviously brunch starting, and then our menu is not changing because we want to stay in that same direction. Mm-hmm. But we're implementing. So we're going to bring some flatbreads. Mm-hmm. A couple of flatbreads going to be on the menu. Nice. And then we're going to introduce uh, raclette, which is a uh, French. Mm-hmm. Uh, Things that we do uh, at home, uh-huh. uh, it's a little machine that you get, mm-hmm. and then we serve with potatoes, 
cured meat, charcuterie, mm-hmm. some vegetables. And then uh, on the side, you have little raclette cheese. Mm-hmm. And it's like a mini burner, if you want. And oh, it's okay. individual. Uh-huh. So you can pick whatever you want. You put it in and you put the cheese on top. Mm-hmm. And then you put it in it's a special machine that mm-hmm. we bought. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a individual fun things to do. And it's, and it's a full dinner. Yeah, it's a more substantial meal. It melts the cheese. We actually bought two larger units. For eight? Yeah, that will mm-hmm. take a half wheel. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure people have seen this on like their Instagrams or just on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it melts that top layer of cheese and we come by with a knife mm-hmm. and just you know, pull it Shut down on it. It's just, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. About it right now. We make some pictures and yeah. to be more like, People yeah. knows what it is, but it, right. they, you know, they need direction. I think. They yeah. don't, they you can will. tell by the look on my face, I'm still a little <laughs> perplexed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know exactly the, what you're talking about. I've, yeah. I've seen it on Facebook, oh, Instagram, yeah. there's yes. tons of videos Absolutely, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. We've been having fun experimenting with it in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, really I'm the best guinea pig eating all of the yeah. cheese. We, we need the authentic like original yeah. Bacchus version of that. You guys are open every day from 11 to 11. That's great. That's right? easy to remember. Yeah. 11 to 11. It's starting day. starting Saturday and Sunday, we'll be open nine. at 9. Ah, 9, right. You did say that. Starting Saturday. Brand new. Yeah. Brand, brand new. new. Brand new. Coming in. So make plans. <laughs> yeah. And you guys, uh, the actual address is 124 2nd Avenue Northeast in St. Pete, downtown St. Pete. Kind of around the corner from Cassis, maybe kind of across the street from Bella Brava, just to give you an idea of the actual space. Yeah. The website is BacchusStPete.com. That's B-A-C-C-H-U-S-S-T-P-E-T-E.com. Christoph and Chad, thank you so much. Oh, thank pleasure. you so much thank for having us. Thank you guys for having us. us. Yeah. We will be right back. One of our favorite places to go eat in St. Pete is Engine Number no. 9. They've been a staple in downtown St. Pete coming up on seven years and they are famous for their unique and tasty burger creations. As a matter of fact, they are on the St. Pete Foodies list of best burgers in St. Pete. They also made the best hot dogs list, the best chilies, and the best wings in St. Pete. Aside from the food, Engine Number no. 9 is a great sports bar with lots of TVs, beer, and wine. And you can even get a regular old cheeseburger too, so you can bring your non-adventurous eater friends. Check out Engine Number no. 9 at the corner of MLK and 1st Avenue North in downtown St. Pete. Their burgers can't be beat. Welcome back to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Our music segment, which showcases local artists, is brought to you by One Step Media and Kate Reuter. One Step Media provides management, marketing, and booking services to independent artists, and Kate herself is also a singer-songwriter. Our local musical artist today is Rebecca Pulley. Rebecca was raised in a musical household on wheels, a.k.a. Winnebago, with her nine siblings throughout rural Alaska, East Texas, and Washington State. A self-taught guitarist, She gained an ear for music by listening to her father play his rockabilly-style guitar with country greats such as Charlie Ryan, with whom he recorded the original version of Hot Rod Lincoln. Rebecca also has won seven Best of the Bay Awards from Creative Loafing. We will feature her song, Whiskey, after she answers the Fast Five Foodies questions. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. 
Hi, thanks for having me. Sure. Are you ready for the Fast Five Foodies questions? I am. Okay. Do I get to phone a friend? Sure. If you've oh, okay. got one on speed dial, you can get it ready to go. So uh, the first one is, what's your favorite food? My favorite food? Fresh salmon. Oh. I like fresh salmon. Nice. Very nice. Do you like uh, like it cooked a certain way? Do you like sashimi or sushi? I love sushi. I feel like around here, that's the only way you can get it fresh-ish. Right. <laughs> I, would, right. I would hope. Um, but otherwise, I mean, I like it grilled, broiled. I, anyway, I grew up in the Northwest, so there was a lot of it up there. Have you had king salmon? I have. I'm asking this question because, I'm not kidding, yesterday I placed an order for Cooper River. Is that right? Is that where the salmon comes from? I don't know. In the Northwest. Maybe. A website called Crowd Cow. We order Wagyu beef on there. But they have sockeye and king salmon available to order right now. Nice. So anyway, I didn't, I've never had king salmon, but okay. they were saying it's the best. It's like the, yeah, there's a big difference between that and sockeye. I guess I should know the difference. I, lived in, <laughs> I like lived in Alaska, so we get right. fresh salmon like all the time. Right, so, right. Um, anyway. Anyway. It, it's, yeah. okay, it's okay. You're the first person we've ever quizzed on salmon. I know. Oh, okay. I, I just thought it was funny she said that, and I ordered all that salmon. I yeah. a ton of it. Okay, so what's your least favorite food? Least favorite food? Anything, I guess, like heavy and greasy. Mm-hmm. Just not... Don't enjoy it. So you don't like fried foods and stuff like that. It's not necessarily fried food. Maybe like a specifically fried and really heavy. I'm trying to think of an example. Like if you get an onion ring and there's like a ton of breading and it just absorbs all the the grease. Mm -hmm. Right, right. To me, heavy and yeah, I don't like that. (laughs) Gotcha. What's your favorite restaurant in St. Pete? Favorite restaurant in St. Pete is. Gosh, it depends on what mood I'm in, but I like. (laughs) You know what? I, I really like Casita Taquerita. Is that terrible? Mm-hmm. I love no. I love those bowls they make. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they, they have a lot of fans. Casita Taquerita. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. Love, I love that. They have a huge amount of fans. I left them off a list once and almost had to go into the witness protection program. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> true thing. So do you prefer salt or pepper? Ooh. Um, big picture, salt. Mm-hmm. You like pepper, but salt is Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like, enjoy the pepper. And can you cook? <laughs> it depends on who you're talking to yes yes and no the things i can make i think i make pretty good but if i try to experiment it's it all goes awry i'm not i'm not a good cook it's your <laughs> like, good recipe follower yeah i could follow a recipe but that's about it what's, ha- what's your favorite thing you cook anything in a pot like <laughs> i like it's everything just goes in one pot together and mm-hmm. it's done like a chili but i also like i think i make really good pasta sauce because uh, mm-hmm. my boyfriend robbie's italian like mm-hmm. his parents and grandparents are italian so i can make a lot of good italian foods mm-hmm. but i don't make a ton of it but i can do that pretty good so. how about how about meatballs Oh, yeah. I can make a good meatball. How do you make them? Do you, you oh, make? oh, no. Honey, you really put her on the no, spot No, it's now. okay. It's it's I probably the simplest, the simplest thing. Just like ground beef, a little bit of ground pork, mm-hmm. um, some garlic and parsley, um, a little egg to make it stick together, mm-hmm. and a little bit of like the, um, the those flavored breadcrumbs a little uh-huh. bit. Just oh. super simple. And then do you do them in a pan or the oven or both? I... Just because I'm lazy, I'll put them in a, a, a baking sheet in the oven. Mm-hmm. But I know they're a little tastier when you fry them. But then I put them in the sauce and let them cook in the sauce. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you love salmon. And you are originally from Anchorage. 
Anchorage, Alaska. That's where I was born. Yeah, I lived born. all over the place, but that's lived yeah. there a long time. You've, you've toured nationally. You've been a lot of places. Yeah, I have. <laughs> but you live right here in St. Pete, and you have you have several albums out. How, how many do you have? Six or seven? Yeah. I think wow. I've recorded seven, but one of them's not available anywhere. It's the first one I made. It wasn't right. very good. <laughs> and the, the latest album is The Sea of Everything, mm-hmm. and you have 12 songs on there. There are. Yeah. Technically, it's 13, but one of the... the Two of the songs um, run together um, uh, okay. into one song, and they're both full, like three, four minute songs, but they just, so just made it that way. 12 tracks, 13 songs, really. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, I didn't have time to listen to all 13, but I did listen to uh, several and liked them a lot. Everybody should make note to get the album, The Sea of Everything, or at least here's the songs officially recommended by me, and I am an expert on my own opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Central Avenue, the city. Now, is, is that about St. Pete's Central Avenue? It uh, definitely is. Okay, yeah. yeah, so everybody has to get that one. <laughs> the Sea of Everything, the title track, is another favorite of mine. Happiness was another favorite. Nobody's Cool Anymore. <laughs> I liked that a lot. But the one I picked is titled Whiskey. <laughs> and I picked it not only because I like whiskey, but I love the uh, bluesy gospel sound. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Um, I think it really helped that. There's a Wurlitzer on it. Yes, um, totally. That That's a, what it starts with. Yeah, the, this um, a friend of, of mine, um, she lives in Orlando, but she's an amazing musician and songwriter. Um, her name is Beth McKee, mm-hmm. and she was in town, and I was like, could you please record a little bit of Wurlitzer? Nice. That was yeah. a great idea. And yeah. she's, it was fantastic. It made the song wonderful. <laughs> totally. And this album is out now. You also, I'm told, you've played probably... Everywhere around here in Tampa Bay, <laughs> I think probably maybe not everywhere, but um, I probably close to it. <laughs> do, you, do you have any uh, gigs coming up? Um, I do. Um, I know there's a big one in August. That's the well, it's going to be a big show with my band at the WMNF um, Americana Fest in oh, Tampa awesome. at Skipper Smokehouse. There's a lot of other stuff happening too, um, which is all on my website. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll put up a link to that yeah. on the blog. I'm the always adding to it. And I have to also say for the, maybe there might be a few other musicians listening, it's in the key of A. <laughs> it is. <laughs> 145 progression, standard blues. Oh, and where we find you online is uh, RebeccaPulley.com. Your website is R-E-B-E-K-A-H-P-U-L-L-E-Y.com. And on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Rebecca Pulley Artist. I, I did not know that. But <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You're in charge of making awesome music, and you do a great job of that. Uh, no, I mean, I do the page, but I've never actually looked at the... Uh, actual URL. Yeah, I've never yeah. looked at right. it. Right. <laughs> well, that's what it is. And Rebecca, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having yes, me. Yes, thank you. And here we are with Rebecca Pulley with the song Whiskey from the Sea of Everything album. Get me strong as I need to be Share all these words in my heart It won't let me sleep And I stare all night thinking Oh, what tomorrow brings 
We have one comment from last week's show from Eric Jacob. Great podcast today. Liam was really impressive with that song. Yeah, I like that song too. Thanks for commenting, Eric. New items on stpetersburgfoodies.com include, we have a new restaurant announcement, Greenstock, a chef-inspired, fast, casual salad place from the owners of Il Ritorno is coming just two doors down uh, where Kalamazoo Olive Company used to be. We have a new restaurant review of Que Pasa Mexican Cantina. We also have a new top 10 list, the top 10 coffee shops in St. Pete. We also have a huge write-up with tons of pictures with Bacchus's new brunch items that we talked about on this show, and other food items are in there too. Next week on the podcast, we have John Toddy of Huepa Cocina de Puerto Rico, and you can email us at info at stpetersburgfoodies.com. You can also find us on Facebook, our St. Petersburg Foodies page. You can message us there if you like. The St. Petersburg Foodies podcast can be found on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Player FM. And we're actually on every podcast app in existence except Pandora because we wouldn't let them run their own ads. So to them, you can listen to us on your voice activated home assistant too, by the way. So if you have an Apple HomePod, an Amazon Echo, Google Home, I think those are the only ones out there, you can just tell them to play the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast. This is Ruthie. And this is Chef Corey. From Chill Restaurant and Bar. And you are listening to the The St. Petersburg Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our guests, Christoph Gio. Chad Dropic and Rebecca Pulley. And thanks to our sponsors, Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery, Club Saver, Booyah Ramen, and Engine, Engine Number nine. 9. Our announcer is Candice Aviles from Meet the Chef and Channel 10 News, and our intro music is provided by the Chris Walker Band. We'd like to remind you to check out all the latest restaurant reviews, foodies news, top 10 lists, and updated happy hours on stpetersburgfoodies.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes or any other podcast app, please give us a rating. And also remember to share the show with your foodie friends. Until Until next time, time, may your food be hot and your bubbly cold. Now look here, my good man. I don't want to talk to you no more, you empty-headed animal food trough whopper. I fart in your general direction. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries.